Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios with your hosts, Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher. Welcome to Wildcast Studios for another episode of the Wildcast Podcast presented by Alpha's Appliance Solutions. Right now until November 1st, they've got the Autumn Kitchen Sweet Savings Event, instant savings on qualifying Maytag or Whirlpool appliances by 2, 200, 3, 325 Halifax Street, Moncton, 506-858-5111. As always, finishers, I am your host, Adam Lund. I am sad, but I am here. I am joined by the writer for Rocket Sports via the Hockey News, Mr. Jeremy Boucher, who, man, headliner won and you nailed it. How did that feel and how do you feel about that? I feel very good and, you know, fairly uh, pretty confident with yeah. myself here. Another announcement on Friday. A little shocked they only did one or did you kind of expect that? Well, it's a cash grab yeah. uh, thing that they're doing. And so you're, Cha-ching! you release your first headliner and yeah. then you open up tier one pricing and then you announce another headliner on fr- uh, this upcoming Friday. And all of a sudden your tier one pricing <laughs> is gone and you're up to tier two. And then they'll do another headliner. And, oh, tier three. Then all of a sudden your $1,000 VIP tickets that I bought uh, are $2,000 by February. So are you saying you were smart to purchase the $1,000 seat VIP tickets? Uh, yeah. And two of them, actually. That's what I mean. And two of them. Yeah. So $2,000 I dropped uh, last Friday. On VIP tickets to YQM. Uh, and the only reason why I did VIP is because apparently it's worth it. When you get your private shitter. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that would uh, definitely make it worth it. And what they say private washroom, it's literally yeah. just a porta potty that's not as busy as it is in general admission. Yeah. So they call it private because there's no lineups. Uh, better food choices, better alcohol choices. You could bring a chair. Into VIP, right? You're closer to the stage. You got a private entrance. I was like, you know what? Yeah, it's worth it. I got the money for it. I can, I can, I can afford to get VIP this year. And I didn't see Luke Holmes and Cavendish, which really bumped me out, man. Yeah, that would do it. I mean, and this way, it's right in my backyard. So I was just impressed that I knew the one of the headliners. I was like, I know that guy because hmm. last year I only knew Keith Urban, maybe one. Uh, I almost said Rhett Warner song, Thomas Rhett. And the other guy, I couldn't tell you. Morgan Wallen? Uh, I couldn't tell you two songs by him. Do you know Jason Aldean? Uh, yes, I do. Isn't he the one that uh, did something in a small town and is getting yes. in a lot of trouble? Yeah, the one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I don't know the songs off the top of my head, but I'm sure if I heard them, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I know that one and I know that one. Yeah, so that's uh, probably what we're looking at for this Friday. As, and then Nickelback? Uh, uh, Are you smoothing off or... Anybody that's seen my comments on Facebook about Nickelback, uh, neither realize that it's just a troll job. It's not actually true. But a- it was such a good troll. Look at this photograph. Look at this photograph. <laughs> uh, and it, it, but there is a video of Bailey Zimmerman uh, singing Rockstar with Nickelback right. at uh, one of the um, award shows a couple of months ago. And it's a good, it's a good, pretty, does it pretty well. So, you know, maybe they sneak him in as a, would it be Bailey Zimmerman opening up for Nickelback? Or would it be Nickelback opening up for Bailey Zimmerman? I would think the opposite. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. But no, I'm not, uh, I don't have any hopes and dreams that Nickelback will be here. It's still a country fest. Yeah. And they'll still, uh, they're probably going to 
stick to it. Uh, I mean, I think I know Dirt Road album from yeah. Jason Aldean. Yeah. The Small Town Song, I know that one. I'm not going to play these songs, but just going off the names, I'm like, no, I don't know if I know many Jason Aldean. There's like six country stars that are all the same, and if you don't know what they look like and you mm-hmm. listen to them, you're like, uh, that's this guy. No, it's this guy. It's this guy. So, yeah, I, I would prefer Nickelback. I'm not paying for that festival um, because I'm not going to know a lot of the bands that are playing, but I do get to listen from my back deck. Well, so there you go. That's, that's like all free. the... Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't know if I'll be able to hear them sing here, but hey, I get to uh, I get to hear it. So, um, yeah, that's I'm, I'm impressed that you got at least one or that I knew one. Well, I, uh, I'll get to. I'm pretty confident on two. I'll yeah, I'll be two for two sure. on uh, on Friday. On Friday, yeah. Jason Dean. Yeah, um, and he's never been to the Maritimes. He's never played really? Cavendish. He's never been on the hill. This will be his first time, I believe, east of. When did Luke Combs play the Montreal Cavi? Was it last oh, year or two, two years ago? Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And you had tickets and sold them, right? No, 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 I, I no, never. That was did. last year. You had tickets yeah, and sold them. Yeah, I never did get Luke Combs tickets. Why? I have no idea. Uh, but I just never, never went. And even though Cavendish sells single game, single day tickets, mm-hmm. I still never bought a single day ticket. Uh, that just seems like more of a hassle to get a single day ticket. Mm-hmm. Try to get over there, and but that's what everybody's. That's people are craving single day tickets for YQM. It's like their number one complaint that you see on Facebook all the time is that how they never have they haven't they don't do single day tickets. Well, why would they? They're selling out of the weekend festivals. Yeah, and. It's sold out every year, right? It's pretty damn close. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess if they're not like a certain team we talk about that has ticket issues or a certain league that we talk about that has ticket issues, they sell out all the time. And I mean, I kind of hope it is Nickelback on a Thursday because I, unless it's like an, like, I don't want to say a novelty act, like Keith Urban's pretty popular, but he's, yeah, yeah. he's like he's, he's, the older country that I would know. Plus he's got newer country. Parted, partnered with a few new country mm-hmm. acts. Like I'd like to see them bring a Tim McGraw or a Faith Hill. <laughs> she comes with them, but um, some of the older acts that you could bring with it. So, yeah. no, they need to. That festival they do really well, but uh, they need more female acts because it's for three years now. It's been all male, all male headliners. Like there, it's it's there's so many talented female country singers out there right now yeah and but all they do is male like it's think they could pull carrie she was here she enjoyed her time here yeah that would be i mean that would be if you had a thursday aldean and a friday carrie and a saturday combs yeah that would be almost enough to pull me into yeah yeah because you're one they did blake shelton and florida georgia line florida georgia line and year two, which was last year, was Wallen all the was or, Wallen uh, Thomas Rhett and, and Keith and Keith and this year will be so far just Combs Luke Combs yeah why am I thinking Luke Bryan he played the hill he played the hill right yeah yeah um who would you want to see female wise female if, if... Uh, Kelsey Ballerini is she big enough to headline oh yeah. Is she? Yeah, okay. she's uh, she's big on her own right now. She's, she's like Cavendish in the smaller venue. Or... No, no, she's never been. So she opened up for Luke Bryan on the hill. Ah, that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. So Kelsey Ballerini for sure. Uh, she's she's taken off. Like she's really well right now. 
Uh, Lainey Wilson, mm-hmm. I don't know if she's headliner potential, uh, but she's opener potential for sure. Uh, those are just you know, a couple of names that I'd, I'd love to see live. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Do you watch uh, MasterChef? Hell's Kitchen, you mean? Hell's Kitchen, yeah. Of course I did. <laughs> How could I miss that? I'm I'm pumped for this week's episode where Jason gets in trouble for <laughs> telling Gordon Ramsay what to do or whatever he does. But yeah, it's, arrogant idiot. Yeah, I still feel good about my my selection of Jonathan and Sammy. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, we're st- we're we're still good. We're still or that that won't be done till like January February. Yeah. So we we yeah. got some time. Absolutely, and uh, this show is dedicated to my Hershey bunny. No, oh. I miss you. Uh, all right, so don't forget to like us, uh, follow us on all the social medias, Twitter, Moncton Wildcast, Instagram, Wildcast Podcast, TikTok, Wildcast Podcast, and of course, if you're watching here on YouTube, thanks, like, subscribe, hit the little uh, bell so you don't miss any of these shows and or the post-game shows. All right, we're going to do two quick questions. Oh, right. First one's a bit of a fun one. Okay. You have to give up one for life. Peanut butter and jelly or grilled cheese? So oddly enough, I eat. That's why. I, first of all, I had to make sure Jeremy liked both of these, yeah. so he wasn't like, "Oh, I'll get rid of this one, right?" Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I saw this on on TikTok, and I was like, "Yep, saving that video. That's going right to our show." So, I rarely eat peanut butter and jam sandwiches. Mm-hmm. For one, I don't think I've. I don't buy jam because nobody else eats it. Yeah. And I made myself a grilled cheese today. <laughs> well, yeah, a little hot sauce and and you know some little some some dip action. Yeah, I I I'm good with getting rid of peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. You know, I'm just I'm a big grilled cheese. I think I make amazing grilled cheese. And uh, I'm still glad that the Avenue Center got rid of the grilled cheese restaurant because those are garbage. I make better. Grilled Did you cheese. ever try them? No. Uh, yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, I make lay the bottom, cheese. and they were like, yeah. For those that can't see, they're about EA thick. But it's been replaced $14. with an $18 meatball sub. That is phenomenal, apparently, according mm. to Mr. Dorian. Mm. He wow. said it's... Yeah, if he's if you're going to get a food critic. That guy would say the freaking veggie Whopper <laughs> Burger King is damn good. So I'm actually surprised he ate it and didn't just eat yeah. Whoppers every yeah. time he goes into the arena. I, um, I, don't, I, I love the guy, but man, I don't trust him with the old uh, food reviews. No? So no. you might have to try it yourself then. Oh, yeah, but I don't have to. Um, yeah, I think I would like, I like peanut butter and jam. I buy jam, uh, keep, nice. I keep it in the house. I usually put it on toast. Like I don't like butter on my toast. Find it like, it's gotta be just toast and the jam, not mm-hmm. toast and butter, then jam. Uh, even at restaurants. Well, when we had breakfast, I'm like, yeah, white toast, no butter. Um, but yeah, I think I could do without peanut butter and jam for grilled cheese all the time. Like there's sometimes I'm like, I'm going to make a sandwich. No, I'm not. I'm going to heat this up and make a grilled cheese. It just something about grilled cheese and tomato soup, oh, even yeah. on a night like Homemade Monday. Homemade tomato soup. Yeah. Even on a night like Monday where it's crap out and you come home and you just nice warm soup and a or grilled cheese. Or you work outside all day in the pissing down rain and you get soaked <laughs> so you only work for an hour and yeah. have to come home and throw your clothes in the dryer and then go up back out to work. Yeah. That's that kind of soup day. That kind of soup day? That's a soup day? Yeah. yeah. Um, tell us what you think. What would you give up? Peanut butter and jelly or grilled cheese? All right, now we get to the real quick question. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10 games, 6-3, oh, and 1. We talked about it right off the hop. Uh, the article come out about the quad on the hot seat. Um, I said it was warm. You wanted to see after 10 games. Um, we're going to get into it a little bit 
more in depth uh, in a little bit. But I mean, for me, it's it's continuing to heat up. And mm-hmm. if you put it out of a ten to start the season, it was probably at about a three and a half. And right now, I know they're six three and one. They're zero and three against teams that are preseason contenders. For me, it's like five and a half. Like it is, it is heating up. I mean, it, they might be. It might be a little bit higher if they hadn't beat Bathurst the way they did. Had they beat them like three two or two one, might be a little bit warmer. But yeah, for me, it's probably about a five and a half. So you're kind of on that side of you think you you think it might happen. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, we're seeing things this year that haven't been fixed yeah. since last season. Uh, so there's there's things that need to be addressed. Uh, every day I'm getting a message from Andrew Barrington. <laughs> Did you get any news yet? Any news yet? Nope. Nope, nothing yet. It's being talked about a lot. Uh, and there's some people that have, I think they've had enough. Yeah. Like they can they can say that it maybe it's time to make a change and well, yeah sure maybe it is. Dude, I kind of agree. Like I, this is it's kind of a it's such a touchy subject because you know it's it's we really don't know what is going on or mm-hmm. if it's you know is it really a coaching thing. Or are there certain players that are just not wanting to play for this coach, right? right. And it's it, so it could very well be a, a player thing, could be a coaching thing. But we are seeing the same things that we saw last year: so many turnovers. Um, and maybe we just pay attention to our team a little too much because there are other teams that make turnovers too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but we just we focus on our team, like. For all we know, you know, there could be turnovers happening left and right in in Halifax or in St. John or in Quebec or in Victoriaville or Drummondville, but we just don't see it because it's it's we we're primarily looking at our own team. Mm-hmm. I just don't know who, if it happens, who would be out there. Yeah, you know, that's that's the that's, only thing, and I, that's my biggest thing. We we know that. Uh, Mr. Irving loves bringing back coaches that have been with us before. And, I mean, Ted Nolan would be the only coach out there that's, that, you know, that would possibly come back. But at this point, he's, his age is getting up there. Yeah. And, and I'm looking through some of the stats on the league. And, I mean, you're 6 3 and 1, 6 3 on 1, but you're leading the league in goals four per game at 4.19. And they're tenth in three point two, and and we talked about it on the post game show after the first uh, Cape Breton game. Like we're like, if this team can play like this, and they're tough to beat when they play, and they're disciplined, and they don't take penalties, and they don't beat themselves up. They're they're one of the top teams. They're mm-hmm. very tough to beat. Sometimes it's just a oh that team didn't really beat us. Moncton beat themselves, and that's what caused it. But mm-hmm. like ah. Everybody talks about the the names that come out, like, you know, the former coaches and this and that. And and I'm at the point where, and Andrew Barrington loves to ask this, well, who would you bring? Would you bring this guy? I I don't care. I just want a new 
I think a new voice, a, a new, new, voice, a new like yeah. I want guys to be hard on the puck all the time. And like mm-hmm. you see other coaches and other teams and you know, you watch other leagues and you just see and you're just like, Where is that from Moncton? And they have it sometimes. It's not like it's a turnover fest to the point where we're not getting any. Like mm-hmm. we're making turnovers, we're making things happen, but you know, fail fast. And it's at a point now where you've got St. John, Valdor, Halifax, St. John, Quebec to end this month. And then they go on the long road trip with Valdor, Renaranda, and Gatineau. So, again, if you come out of that beating St. John twice, Quebec, and you lose, and Gatineau, and you lose to Valdor, Halifax, Valdor, and Renaranda. Well, what are we doing here where we can only beat the bottom feeding teams and we can't beat the good teams? And that's where like that's where I'm gonna have a, a much more of a problem coming off that road trip if uh if we're losing to Valdor, Halifax, Valdor, and Ren around. And I'm gonna put Valdor up there because right now they're a good team and they're playing well. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's interesting because I mean where's this with the stat I have right here? Um so they with wins over St. John and Blainville last weekend, Lacroix moved into fourth place in the all-time regular season wins category by Wildcats coach with 111. So then they beat Bathurst, so now it's 112. Yeah. He To get into third, he needs 126 wins. So basically he's 14 wins away from moving into third. I mean, will we see him accomplish that i think that's kind of the next the next thing right mm-hmm. do we, is he going to get those 14 more wins to win to move into third because after that he's not even close to second no. who's second rumble of all people all right wouldn't have thought that 180 and then danny flynn defense danny yep, yeah at 200 and i mean i guess rumble had the 19. couple of years with garland right yeah so well, that, that helped yeah yeah and then defense Danny has 219. So there's there just seems to be too much talent on this team in year three mm-hmm. to be coming on here week after week and seeing the same stuff. No, that's it. Like that's exactly what I mean. Like there's it's almost as if it's like we're we're starting to repeat ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we said it multiple times last last year. Like there are games again games last year that we won that we shouldn't have won. And we gave them credit for that, but there was also games that they lost. They shouldn't have lost, and it has happened. It, like this, has it happened yet this year? Where you know we we should be beating Charlottetown. Yep. Right, and that's kind of we never play well in that building, though. We never do. You're yep. right. We never do. It's like a curse. Yep. I just I. For me, it's I'm I'm on board with it. I just don't know who they bring in. No, and there was a couple names from Amherst in the summer, Fabian Joseph, and there was one other one that we thought maybe when they were released by Amherst Mm -hmm. that would be. But that's my thing. If you are on the side of making the move out there, who's who you bringing in, right? And that's that's always been my thing. And I literally don't care about the name anymore. I just I think. To see this team with a new voice and a new vision and a new way to play and a new... I think we'd also get that coach bump, but I think it would just benefit some of these guys. Um, mm-hmm. And again, we're not in the room to know what goes on past there, but it's it's a tough subject. 
it, it, it is. That's why I really don't want to kind of get mad about it. No. Uh, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Uh, but I am on board with it. You're right. Like, their they're change does need to be made, whether it's behind the bench or just the whole way that they approach games. games yeah. You know, it, there's, there's, there need, the, the light switch needs to be flicked on, and someone needs to realize that the team can play a lot better than, than how they are. Yeah. I mean, you had four days off before Victor, three days off before Drummondville, and both games you came out kind yep. of flat. And yep. this isn't a knee-jerk reaction because they got pumped 11-1. to 1. But we'll get into that in the weekly rewind in a little bit. Uh, let's get some news and notes. News and notes from around the queue. Uh, a couple trades in the old queue. Nothing. Uh, trades. Um, nothing crazy. There were some 20-year-olds that could be dealt. Uh, not the one that we talked about last week that we thought might get dealt. Mm. Uh, but uh, get up to the right trade He's page. He's off to a pretty good start. He is off to a pretty good start. Uh, Matthew McDonald goes from uh, Bay Como to Blaineville. And Igor Mumbamoe. Mumbamoe. Awimoe. Awimoe. If that guy, if that is, if his goal song isn't Awimoe, Awimoe from the Lion King, oh man. You gotta have that. Uh, you gotta make that happen. Uh, traded from Victoriaville to uh, to Bathurst, and uh, Zachary Russian as well from Ramuski to Bathurst. No, the what? Yeah, really? Yeah, Zachary Russian. Oh, look at that. Okay, cool. Uh, Hang on. How did no seven get dealt before the? He's not playing in the leaf. He's ah. not playing in the leaf. And that's why. That's why he's here. Uh, the World Junior coaches are announced. Um, Alan Tang of Sarnia will coach the World Junior team, and Gilles Bouchard from Quebec will be one of his assistant coaches. Sean Clouston from Kamloops, Scott Walker from Guelph, goaltending consultant Justin Pogge, Calgary Hitman legend, World Junior legend, uh, will be the goalie coach, Maple video Leafs coach legend. James Emery, <laughs> Maple Leafs legend. Yeah, man, that if there's a player that you thought was going to take off in the league as a goaltender after. Playing pretty good for Calgary and then going to the World Juniors and I think letting in two goals in six games and the Daryl Sutter team in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. It was Justin Poe. He was the future in uh, definitely in Toronto. Uh, but unfortunately, he is not. Uh, didn't really have the career that a lot of people thought he would. Uh, a little bit of news close to home. Maverick Welk has been assigned to the Frederick uh, Red Rings early on last week. All thanks to Craig Eagles. Yes, absolutely. And you know what? Perfect spot for him. Mm-hmm. We saw what Junior A did for Keegan Warren. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't doubt that Maverick Welk will get this seasoning. And if he's needed up here again, he can play well. And he showed flashes in the preseason. It just didn't all click at once. And Junior A is a great spot for him to learn. And I think it's a fantastic spot. Fantastic spot that they decided to use their fifth stringer as a call-up on Sunday. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was was actually playing, so yeah, yeah. that too. And Seaman Cormier was a little quicker to get here than Maverick Welk. He just has to go down the road. Yeah, hello, (laughs) Simon. Yeah, it's Richie. We need a goalie. Okay, bye. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's uh, that's pretty much how that went. Uh, You heard it here first. That's exactly how that uh, how that went. The QMJHL team of the week. Uh, last week I nailed it. I was uh, I got two of the five right, but this week we got uh, 
Your Jeremy uh, Minville, you got no. That's going to be a theme here in a minute. Four goals, five assists in four games. Charles Boutin, I've got no. A goal and seven assists in the four games. Louis-Felix Denis from Shawinigan, three goals, four assists in three games. Nolan Ling from Gatineau, three goals and an assist in four games. Angus Booth, gotta love that name. Schwinnigan, uh, three assists in three games. And then William Rousseau for Ruen Naranda, 2-0-0-9-6-7 save percentage and a one-point goals against average. I mean, like, wait, like, were these people only watching, like, two teams here? Yeah, it uh, it feels that way. Yeah, like didn't the Drummondville players get enough points against us to make an yeah, appearance? Like, maybe that was just they, too did easy. Crop, did they crap the bed against? I guess. You know, they well, did. they didn't. Technically, yeah, yeah, yeah did. we're gonna get to that in a minute. Yeah, well, you know. uh, Jeremy Minville of uh, Gatineau is the uh, QMJHL player Gatineau of the league. Bad. Well, they are. I mean, they've gotten one, two wins now. So no team is winless in the season. So they've only got two wins. Two and seven, yeah. And they've got three guys on the thing of the week. <laughs> yeah, they had a good week though. They had a good week, I guess. Mm-hmm. Scored lots of goals. All right, let's get into uh, let's get into our team. Weekly rewind. Wildcats go one one zero and one over the weekend, bringing the record, as I said, to six three zero and one on the season. Uh well let's uh let's get into it Thursday nope <laughs> not doing uh, that yeah oh man like you said <clears throat> no more Thursday games just be done with them not doing that yeah on to Saturday yeah on to Saturday uh, another battle in Charlottetown again like God I hate going there I love going there actually love going to the island bought some I saw you were contributing to the local economy I was contributing yes uh, we had to use our uh, we had one of those passes the chart the island passes or what island oh money. yes yeah we uh, yeah. had that for about two years in, in layla's purse and had 20 bucks on it so we're how was your to... pilot house experience very good yeah. actually yeah little, little fancy little, yeah a little slower on the service than yeah. i'd like when you know you, but very good food have the calamari um what else did i have i don't know some chicken oh no i had the burger i had the burger mm. very good um a little disappointed in their beer selection. When I was trying to, hide, I was like, yeah. "I'll get a." I was like, "Do you have any sour beers or anything?" Because big sorry, they had a pumpkin, uh, pumpkin ale. Oh, from probably Han and yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like, "No, no sour beers." I was like, all right, I'll take Coors Light, glass or bottle, glass. And I look over, and the bartender's pouring the bottle into the glass. I'm like, "There's a tap. Give me the tap. Like I want the draft. Oh. If, if you're gonna ask me about a glass, I want the tap. I want the draft." But uh, no, real good food. Um, with the home sense, bought a lot of Christmas stuff. Home sense, yeah, had all their Christmas stuff out there ready to go, and um, felt like a tourist. Had some time to kill. Walked around, bought uh, bought my daughter a Christmas gift. Uh, bought a nice PEI shirt. Layla bought a hoodie. Like it Did looked you buy like a PEI dirt shirt. I didn't buy a PEI dirt oh. shirt. I'm gonna get one of those for my dad though. The, at some point, um, really made with real dirt. Yes. Um, yeah, we walked out. I was like. It's like we've never been to PEI. Like we're from Alberta, I love that. first time out here, and we're just like, yeah, we're gonna get all the tourist stuff. Um, which yeah, they love cows um, ice cream. No, but we did go into because we went to cows before we went to, to okay. dinner. Yeah, and then yeah, because it's right there. Yeah, yeah, it's right there, and I'm just like, I'm not really feeling ice cream before dinner. Um, stayed at the Sydney Inn Boutique Hotel, our favorite hotel. Sydney Inn Boutique yeah. Hotel. Off Sydney Street down That's by... It's gotta be new. It's, yeah, it's new. It's down by Holland College. Oh, my people. Your people. Um, it was an old nunnery, and it was turned into a hotel 
slash uh, apartments. Like people live there full time. There's a breakfast downstairs. Yeah, you're going to Google it and you're going to be like, I know where that is. Um, right by the old train station. Train station? Yeah. Did you find it? Right off Sydney Street, of course. Just a just a fantastic hotel. Like, if you're if you're in Charlottetown, hashtag not a sponsor, but the Sydney Boutique and Inn and Suites, go there. We've gone there twice now. Great breakfast down in the morning. You finding it? Okay, anyway, so yeah, love love going to Charlottetown. Oh, that's yeah. a hotel now. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Baller. Doesn't look like much outside, but uh, yeah, there it is, kind of yeah. But it was an old nunnery, and like they've got apartments upstairs. They got king suites, queen suites, regular hotels, and then down underneath, you've got a uh, continental breakfast bar. Fine, yeah, it's pretty awesome. So, like cool. I said, like going to Charlottetown. Don't exactly like going to the Eastlink Center to play Charlottetown. Did you get your hand stamped? Yep, still do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Some things never change. No, I was uh, I was talking to Corey Arsenal on. On the way in, and I was like, A, is there room up in the press box? And he's like, ah, I think there should be. And then I was like, B, is there a press door to come in, like the Avenue Center? Because I don't know. We, we haven't used it yet there. He's like, nope, just go in with the common people. I was like, all right. So I walk in, showed the pass, kept walking. The guy's like, oh, oh. I'm like, no, no, I got to pass. He's like, no, I got to stamp your hand. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and you can see it in the interview with Plandowski, too. I'm holding the mic with my left hand, and I'm just like, this, and you can just see a bright green stamp right on my hand. Why are they doing that? I don't know. It's been going on for 25 years. Some things are just, they're probably doing it just classic-wise. Oh, my God. But uh, they got a PEI um, museum, PEI hockey museum yeah, in the Easling. Pretty country. cool. I don't know how long that's been there. Yeah, it's been, I, I, it was there when I was going to school. Was it? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's pretty neat. So... Before we get to the game, did the PEI rocket move and then the Islanders came back, or did they just do a whole brand change? Yeah, so the PEI rocket were the Laval rocket, right? Uh, and then the Laval rock, the PEI rocket. It was just a. They never left. Just a brand change. It was then? a brand a brand change. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, I was like, you walk in, there's a big PEI rocket logo, and I'm just like, did they? go somewhere like did they become something and then they got the team back yeah. but um yeah no it's very cool if you go to if you go to a game um i don't even know if you need to go to a game to go to the museum you might just be able to go in and watch it but um very cool to go and see the history of everyone that's ever played on the island the islanders the rocket the uh the senior team the, the islanders abbeys. the what abbeys yeah the abbeys, the abbeys yeah. i'm looking at the Charlottetown the islanders the senior hockey team and i'm like why didn't you guys go with that color, the yeah. red and the yellow? That's kind of ugly, but that's probably why they didn't do it. Um, I mean, this game for me, we'll get back to hockey now. <laughs> um, this game for me, the the Wildcats don't get a point if Keegan Warren doesn't play the way he played. Mm. I mean, he is showing in his two starts, not counting the Drummondville because that nobody showed up except for Mueller and Collard. Um that he's like, we found a backup goaltender and he's able to get points. He's now got three points in his two starts for us. Um, he had countless saves in the third period. Uh, he had back-to-back toe saves. Um, didn't even matter who was getting in his face. He was, he was calm. He was composed. 
The power play had a new look. Um, it worked. Forte Jondron scored on the power play. You saw one turnover that turned into a goal. And like I said to you, I mean, that turnover on the first Islanders goal, he's made that play a hundred times and mm. it's worked out. It just happened to roll off his stick. But it was just, if you are explaining Charlottetown hockey to someone who's never seen them play, you show them this hockey game. You can actually show them any hockey game that goes to overtime against Moncton. That's Charlottetown hockey. They wear you down. They grind you. They keep it close. And then they get a bit of lucky in the overtime. I don't know if, it's fr- I don't know if I should be frustrated with this game or what. But they played good enough to win. They did, yeah. But then it's just... It's like the St. John game where they almost like ran into a hot goalie. Yeah. And almost lost... Well, I guess they did lose. But they almost lost the St. John game because they ran in... Because the goalie was so hot. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. And this Bickle kid, like, he played against us in that first game too, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, Six goals and 33 shots. Okay. Put the other goalie in next time we play. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Come yeah, on, exactly. Jim. Yeah. Do it. But I'll be honest. I didn't watch the game Saturday. I didn't watch the game Sunday. So I'm not really... Can't really comment personally on it. Yeah. But... Uh, I mean, George Math. when I turned in after the game was over, I looked at George and I went, we got a point because Keegan Warren. And he went, yep, we got a point because of Cardo Bickle. Well, that's like, it. Yeah. Both goalies were... We're on it. I mean, the the overtime winner, you can tell Keegan Warren was playing pass. Yeah. Uh, he was expecting Conrad to pass oh, it I over. so bad for him. And, uh, yeah, it's just a – I mean, it's, it's, it's a rookie mistake. I mean, but you don't really want to blame him for it. They wouldn't have got a point without him. But, no, you can tell he was playing pass. Like, he, he was literally almost – What's it called when a goalie does the thing there? Where cheating. They... The cheating over? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was like cheating over and then it just went five hole. And he just was like, you could tell he was kind of, he, he was hurt. But, you know, it was, that was a tough goal to give up. Um, second game in a row that Conrad scores in overtime. Cause they beat Drummondville the night before. And If you ever want to wonder what the fan base thinks of the Moncton Wildcats, head to Facebook after a loss. And everyone is just like, we could have had Conrad. Conrad had to come here. Uh, nothing against Owen Conrad. Played well, 16-year-old defenseman. But I think if you ask 90% of the Wildcat fans, they'd rather have Sean Carrier yeah. and Vincent Collard than a 16-year-old defenseman. Yeah. yeah. No, I, He's going to turn into something, but I, I think I'd rather have uh, Carrier and Collard. Yeah, me too. I, I, I have to agree. It's uh, we'll get him next time. You know, there's, there's, you can't, you can't run into hot goalies every game. <laughs> We're doing a good job of doing we it. Are doing we, a good job of doing when it. we do it, um, line shakeup. We got the line shakeup that I, well, I didn't ask for it, but I assumed it was coming after the eleven-one beatdown. Um, Loshing, Denway, Mercier, Carrier, Sumpf. Still getting used to the numbers. Mueller, Trenholms, Lounsbury, Collard. That should be the third line. That is a perfect third line. Mm. Um, OJ, Delorier, and Glass. Defense stayed the same. I mean, 
what were your thoughts on on the shakeup of the Lions? Were you for it? Did you think it was a knee jerk reaction after losing the game? Like what? What were your? I guess you could probably say it was a knee jerk reaction. Like something had to be done, mm-hmm. and they kind of did it. It's not. I mean, I, I I like the idea of loshing Denoyer and Mercier. I really like that idea. Uh, people are probably going to complain about OJ being demoted, but I mean, you've got to make it work. Yeah, I don't think he's going to complain about you know where he plays in the lineup. Uh, but you got to make it. You've got to make it work. You got to figure something out. And I think that's, I mean, maybe that's a, a good sign. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe Lacroix is getting the, getting the kind of the, the message here. You've got to do something to mix it up. And, you know, you, so this way you're, you're kind of, I think he's doing his part to try to not necessarily save his job, but do something that's going to make this team start to perform the way they should. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he didn't change the defense core up in any of the games, and I kind of didn't think he would because he changes them in games. But at some point, you can't just keep rolling the same lines out mm-hmm. and then change them in the game looking for a spark. You got to try and, you know, I'm sure these guys didn't find the lines out before the game. I'm sure they kind of practiced them the day yep. before and kind of figured it out. I was happier that he kept the lines for the Bathurst game instead of, like, trying to line, oh, we lost, so we're going to try another line. That that would have frustrated. I'd been like, why are you going to another line combination? Mm-hmm. Like stick with your line combination. Mm-hmm. One thing I didn't notice in the Islanders game that I wanted to see. And we saw a little bit in the, the Bathurst game. Again, I didn't watch the Bathurst game. Um, I mean, it was on one of my three TVs, but I didn't pay attention to it when I got home. Um, I didn't see Denway and Carrier in three on three overtime. And I didn't expect them to start the overtime, but I thought, okay, we're going to see Loshing and, Somebody like Lotion, Denoyer, and Moran, and then we're going to see another line, and then the third line coming out is going to be Denoyer, Carrier, and Moran. Like put those two on the ice together. They played some four on four um, in the the victory over Bathurst, which was a six two victory. Mm-hmm. Kind of what we expected. I mean, it was a good bounce back game after the big loss, a tight OT loss. It's good to see them jump on Bathurst early, but. We saw them play, and they were in the offensive zone. Like, I mean, you care. Uh, had someone ask about Denway's minus two against Charlottetown, and I went, "Yeah, well, the first one was a defensive turnover that forty nine out of fifty times the guy doesn't do that." Yep. And the other one was an OT turnover where, just like at the end of last year with the uh, Tybal, it got poked off his stick and mm-hmm. goes the other way. So neither one of those were a result of him, but. Um, I think I was more impressed that they put the power plays, different power play guys together. Kind of cares made... about plus minus anyway. What a mean, yeah. what a stupid stat. <laughs> it's yeah. Just dumb. I mean, I don't care who's it, on the ice. It helps in like a little bit later in the show for one of my things, but, uh, but they move the power play guys around and that's what I like to see more than. Meh. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know this stuff. <laughs> Yeah, that's what, I, that's just, what, I, I just show up. Yeah, that's what makes our show great is you just show up and uh, drop the knowledge. I think that was they got two two power play goals in three games. I wanted three. I was so close, um, but again, they should beat Bathurst four or five to two or four six to three or whatever. They, that's what they should do. They should be beating Charlottetown. So 
were not pumping their tires after losing in overtime and beating Bathurst as they head to Char- like uh, St. John and Valdor this week. Like, there's still work to do, and I hope that these lines that they used this past weekend practice together so that you uh, have... I would hope so. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to see another line combination. This, it, Carrier was second line, right? And Dinaway was yeah. first line? Yeah. There's, these are guys that are going to be getting those playing minutes for the next few years. Yeah. Just so just get them... Get them accustomed to it. And we knew Carrier wasn't going to stay on the fourth line for no, no. He's if anything, let alone all season, but like a month or two. I mean, talk about climbing up. You know, like he's 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 getting his he's doing his job. He's believe it or not, probably one of the best skaters on the team, if, aside from Loshing. Yeah. Uh, is this yeah. how Pelche started? Do you remember? Because I was I I didn't Pelche was actually I think Carrier is actually faster than Pelche at sixteen. But did Pelche start in the fourth line? No, 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 no. You no, had no, mentioned no. that he's the same kind of player. Younger Pelche was like second line from the get go. From the get go, yeah, okay. yeah, uh, yeah. Is but yeah, him carry. This is I don't like. I don't know what I'm saying right now, but like it's it's. <laughs> I'm not trying to compare the two. No, I just wondered. You, I think you need to keep them there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But and if if I, I don't mind OJ on the fourth line, no. no, it's it seems to be working out, uh, and. He's one of those guys that whoever he plays with, he's got chemistry with. So yeah. it doesn't matter if he's playing first line or fourth line. He's he's making he's making his teammates better. Yeah, and and having all the talent in the world helps, but you can only have a top six. Mm-hmm. So you have to at some point spread that depth out. And if OJ with his skill is on the fourth line with Glass and Samson, that or Delorier, that's fine. Like he's got the skill to make those players better, as well as when those guys are hard on the puck and getting things going, he's there to take advantage of of the score. And mm-hmm. and that's what you know. I, and I'm sure first line to fourth line, they don't care. They're just they're on the ice. They're part of the team. They're trying to get a W. It's the fans that are making more of the fourth line is the demotion. No, it's spreading out the depth, and they need to do something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean. The game you probably—I don't think I've ever seen you more excited for a road oh, game. Oh yeah, we're going to a concert for a road game than you are as we get into the preview of St. John of Valdor um, this Saturday. Like I—I I honestly cannot remember. We haven't gotten to many road games together, but even talking about road games, I—I I don't remember the last time you were so pumped. This Saturday night is going to be for me. It's—it's. It's, I'm going to a concert <laughs> and a hockey game broke out. I, I, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like when you go to a store and they give it like, you know, you buy a 2-4, you get a hat. Yeah. Well, you pay like 35 bucks for the hat and you get a case of beers for free. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're, you're... That's a steal nowadays. You're, Hats you're are like going bucks. for... I mean, for me, this Cardinal Ovechow, he's a main attraction. Yeah. It's... Uh, I'm pretty excited about this. I'm, uh, I'm going to dance around, <laughs> sing along, and have a yeah. good time. Yeah, you are like... You are pumped. You got your... Cardinal Fisher and I'm like I don't think I know one song. You're like yeah, you know this one. I'm like yeah, yeah I do. We can't play them for copyright issues, obviously, right. but you can go find the Cardinal Fisher. Um, the, again, just like the last one. I mean, they have the goalie can steal this one too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited to see Valdor. Like they were a team that we were really hoping to lose last year a whole lot, and they helped us out. Um, but they're no joke this year. Like they are playing. 
well. They're, mm-hmm. What are they, five and two? Five and three. Three of their wins have come against Ruren, who, I mean, is five and two, but still, to get those three wins against Valdor, I mean, they're, they're a good team. They're eventually going to come back down to earth. Yep. Uh, and I think it's going to be on this road trip. Because I think they're going to get... Uh, Just trying to go to their schedule. Yeah, they're 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 going to be back down to earth after this road trip. They're, I mean... <laughs> One would hope. Our, we thought that Drummondville was going to steamroll through our their road trip and they steamrolled yeah. through us and then they lost to Charlottetown yeah. and Bathurst on back-to-back nights. Didn't make our loss look any better. So they've got... Uh, where are we at here now? Cape Breton, Halifax, uh, Moncton. Yeah, so we're the back end of a of a three and three. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're gonna. Uh, it's it's one of those things where a we're gonna do some damage to them, or b they're just gonna empty the tank and surprise us. Yeah. Yeah. There's hopefully it's the first one, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think they're yeah. gonna they're. It's got a very Blaineville feel. I have uh, pretty confident they're gonna get some. Uh, they're gonna get knocked. They're gonna get knocked back down to earth against Cape Breton and Halifax. Yeah, I mean, even Cape Breton's playing better. I mean, we knew they weren't gonna be. I mean, they're six and four, twelve points. Charlottetown six and four. Moncton's six three one and one. Halifax six three one and one. Like right now, this is a four team race. In, Are we in the first in the Maritime Division. Yeah, and I don't understand how, unless it's goals for and goals against. That's that's the only thing I can think of. Is we got yeah. more goals for because. To me, we lost oh, to Halifax. Why do we want Dan LaCroix fired for first in the Maritime <laughs> Division? It's a, you know. Raise a banner. <laughs> well, they're going to in about a month. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think it'll be a lot like Blayville. And funny enough, we play St. John and then we play a team in a third of three and three again, like we did with Blayville. And, the thing I want is if they're going to jump on Valdor and get that early lead, continue to keep that early lead mm-hmm. and not allow Valdor to come back in. I don't even know who's on Valdor. Uh, David David Doucette is our captain. He's from uh, Bay Saint Anne, oh, Brunswick. Nice. We're going to have some fans in the building. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if uh, Pittsburgh is going to wear his Valdor jersey to the game. Al's pals. Where's, he's a Valdor uh, jersey. Yeah, he's going to. He's a Chris uh, Chris Letang. Oh, that would make Valdor sense. Valdor jersey. Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, Thomas Sabelka, three goals, ten points. Alexander Guy. Oh, the guy. Uh, Evan Depari. Oh, Philip Veiu, who's the uh, who's first round pick. Yeah. yeah. Matthias Hualet. Oh, watch out for that Veiu guy. He'll do a Michigan goal. <laughs> um, yeah. So I kind of excited to see them a little early, quite early for them to come in. I'm liking this Quebec teams in yeah. October. Yeah. The problem is, you might be the only one, because, yeah. Ticket that sales. More, mm. That just means more maritime teams at the end of the season. Yeah. Yay to the last month of the season. That should be done at 60 games instead of the final eight. But anyways, uh, Moncton averaging 3,700. I mean, I thought this was just a Moncton problem, and we always say it's like a CHL problem. I was watching the WHL on the weekend. Moose Jaw had 2,800 people. Uh, Regina, 2,800. Obviously, that's tough without a Bedard. Um but Saskatoon, 37. Brandon, 5,100 people. Uh, Kelowna, 4,000. Edmonton, 4,500. Uh, but then you get Portland, Prince Albert, 29, 21. Like, everyone's having their struggles. It, it's not just a Moncton thing. But at some point, hopefully we're going to have a pink in the ring game. I don't think it'll be Sunday. So it might be the St. John or the Quebec one. 
uh, coming down the pipe at the end of the year or the end of the month. What do you got? Maybe he's not the captain of Aldor. David Doucette? He's not even listed on Elite Prospects. Who is their captain? I don't know. I thought he was on. I thought he was on Valdor. That's weird. Oh well. I mean, if you thought I he just was, fact check myself. Two minutes later, so can't call me out for that one. Nope. Uh, Desjardins. Charles man. Antoine Pilat makes his return to Moncton. He's on Valdor. Yep. Oh, where's the ceremony? Well, if they gave one to Isenza. Give yeah, one to him. Who is their captain? Nathan Bolduke, maybe? Sorry, folks. <laughs> Quick, uh, we'll be right back after these messages from Bidford. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, have, I have no idea. Um, but yeah, I, I'm hoping there's a pink in the ring game. Oh, that's, 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 uh, we're going to mute that because we don't get paid to have ads on. Um, I'm hoping there's a pink in the ring style game. There hasn't been any announcement Here, on teammates. Huh. He's got to be the captain. Well, I would imagine he, if he's there. Maybe he's injured. Was he injured? Maybe. I mean, we're anyway, doing, we're right. doing a lot of re- research for Valdor. Which, I'm right. You're <laughs> wrong. Not you, but the thing. <laughs> My mistake. The your prospects. fault. The prospects page is wrong. Oh, shocking. Um, actually, I should be able to do this. Score a sheet. Valdor Ferrers. Are they for real? No, they're Ferrers. Uh, their captain, they, it might be him because they didn't have a captain against Cape Breton and he wasn't in the lineup. Sabalka was an A, Drapeau was an A, and Zach uh, Zakiel Turgeon was an A. Yeah, so maybe he's hurt. Maybe he's hurt. But anyways, buy your tickets for Sunday oh, yeah. Funday. Sunday Funday. Sunday fun day. The best deal in town is the Pal Airlines four family members thing. Yep. Even if you're going as a three, as a group Bod of three, four. it's still cheaper to get the uh, four mm-hmm. pack. It's cheaper to have a foursome than it is a threesome. <laughs> I was hoping there was going to be lines there. You really got me trying to find out. Uh, who cares? Oh, I do now because you... Make me look for it. You might have just been hurt. Check the lineup. Uh, That's what I'm getting at. I hit the wrong. I hit the line. I hit the uh, line instead of the or the lineup. What's his name? Doucette. Doucette. Like, what the hell is he? <laughs> he's not. He's right there. 91. David Doucette. But he was not. He was not in the lineup. And he's Nin- not there. 91. He's not there. So he's not there. No. Maybe he left. Maybe he left. David Doucette, if you want to reach out to us on social media, so let us know if you're the captain or if uh, if you're still there. Are you ready for everyone's favorite part of the show? I guess so. Eric Murray, Realtor, buy a house from him. Stick tap of the week. Still doing this research here. I'm so intrigued about what's going on. Never mind. Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, so the uh, stick tap of the week is uh, this is not it's not political. But I am going to say that the stick tap of the week is going to the overall beauty of our province in the fall. Yeah. So I went for a drive down to Alma on Sunday. Beautiful fall colors. Beautiful. Everything is brown and orange and red. 
Uh, it was gorgeous. Uh, Funny National Park right now is it's hard to uh, really hard to miss. It's one of those drives you almost have to make uh, down this time of the year because it's probably only got a couple more weeks to go before everything is on the is gone. Everything's back to leaves are on the ground and all this other jazz. And you can tell I'm not prepared for this one. My apologies. Can Very I... busy weekend. Uh, but no, it's uh, I did a little trip to Alma on Sunday. And uh, if you don't, if you go to Alma, you can't go to Alma without going to Kelly's Bake Shop. Oh my God! Yeah. To get the sticky buns. Yeah. yeah. And actually, uh, not sponsored. Yeah. Uh, we also oh, did. Oh, uh, should be though. Oh, they should, oh. absolutely free sticky buns. Yeah. You go make that happen. Yeah, I should. Actually, Take another uh, drive down there and make that happen. I actually, uh, depending on how the games went this week, I was going to go to Superstore before coming here and I uh, get a box of those turnovers. Yeah. And we're going to share the turnovers oh. while doing the game recaps. Yeah. Remind me after the walkout of the week, I got something for you. Yeah. Uh, but no, if you have a time, I know this weekend's a couple games, but, um, you know, the weekend after that is. Uh, one game, so Sunday. Yeah, so you can go down on the Saturday. I'm like, I'm a calendar here. What day is it? Uh, where are we? Where's October? Ah, yes. Okay. Friday and Saturday next weekend. Yeah. So you can go down on the Sunday. Sunday the 29th is uh, be a great time to do a drive down to Alma. Get yourself some sticky buns. Uh, and if you've ever gone to the Alma Lobster Shop, I'm going to keep talking. I'm sorry. I know you're No, that's fine. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. That's why I was like, okay, keep going. You will cut me off ever I'm never again. cutting you off. I'm just being ready. So the Alma Lobster Shop yeah. uh, used to just be a lobster shop. But did you know they opened a full-service restaurant? No. So if you don't like lobster, you can now go to the Alma Lobster Shop and get like fish and chips, burgers, nachos, Wings, uh, it's like a legit restaurant now, and there's more seating, so you can sit outside and watch the tide come in, and watch the boats, as well. Yeah, I checked that, and it's cheap, twelve bucks for a one piece fish and chip what? at the Alma Lobster Shop. And you know what's funny? Across the street at the Muddy Rudder, fourteen dollars for a one piece fish and chip. I was just trying to find the draft sponsor from two years ago, Muddy Rudder Bar and Grill. Yeah, yeah. So, God, they're still good. Went there to eat. Uh, very good. The nachos at Muddy Rudder, better than Boston Pizza nachos, and those are, those are hard to beat. Tipsy Tails. Tipsy Tails. Um, the Tipsy Tails, the sweet corn that they have there. We actually bought the, the sweet corn spice. Oh, yeah? Oh, mint. So, Tipsy Tails, their new chef is actually uh, an Indian chef. Yeah. So, they've kind of revamped their menu. So, it's like curry, butter chicken, nan bread. Boom. Delicious. We're walking down Main Street in Alma. That's all you smell is curry and butter chicken. Honey, we're going to Alma <laughs> on the 29th. Um, Delicious. Yeah. Uh, it's all you smell walking down Main Street in Alma right now. It's curry. It's phenomenal. Uh, and then you stop at the Holy Whale and you stay hydrated. I did go to the Holy Whale. I drank beer at a church. <laughs> did you? It was great. Did they have the Skittles there? No. Uh, yeah. There's a Holy Whale in Riverview, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you have the Skittles sour? I did not. Oh, my God. Mint. I know it's good though. Yeah. Uh, but Alma is such a great. Hang place. on, you went to Holy Whale and you didn't bring any beer for the show. I'm sorry. It's okay. I had like one beer. It was like ten o'clock in the morning. Uh, good for you. The progress. Not bad. <laughs> yeah. So uh, on the 29th, 
uh, I expect to see everybody in Alma. Yeah. I'll probably go. Unless I have another kid's birthday party, because that seems to happen every weekend. Because, uh, yeah, I want to try this uh, full-service restaurant out the uh, Alma Lobster Shop. And that's your stick tap of the week. Yeah. Alma. Beautiful. The Stick Tap of the Week, sponsored by Eric Murray Real Estate with the Remax Avante team. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the greater Moncton or surrounding area, make sure to check him out on social media or give him a call at 506-863-8802. We were like this close to getting the town of Alma to sponsor this podcast. I actually want to tell a story. I know we're almost done here. No, we got... But since we skipped the Thursday talk on the game, I got got more time. Yeah. So, uh, oh, before you start, the drive, this province, yeah, I've been here, it'll be six years in February. Every October, I drive like this, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's so pretty. Like, there's so, oh, sorry, drive like this. It's so pretty. Like, mm-hmm. I just, when Haley came down, she's like, What's the weather like? I'm like, It doesn't even matter. It's gonna be beautiful and red and orange and yellow, and it's fall. I love it. Mm-hmm. Just come out here. So, my story, so. Obviously, living in a house now, I have the advantage of decorating for Halloween. Adam, I know you know this is where this is going. So, I went on Amazon last week and I ordered a fake corpse, you know, in a body bag. And anyways, it got shipped on Saturday and I opened it up. And I'm like, well, this is an awfully small box for a fake corpse. So, the corpse was actually a blow-up doll. <laughs> not just any blow-up doll. And not just a like a random blow-up doll. Of it like... was like an Asian blow-up doll, a woman. But it's like someone's actual face who exists. And do this? Does this person know that their face is on a blow-up doll? And it's it's exactly what you think, folks. It's a, uh, and it a has fun like, time blow-up doll. It has the, <laughs> the parts and the entry points on this plastic thing. Yeah, I, I died in shows when you sent us that picture. So it was a blow-up doll, two garbage bags, <coughs> duct tape, and rope. <laughs> so you, you literally got to blow this woman. Blow, um, blow the woman up, obviously. Uh Till she's inflated, and then you've got to wrap one garbage bag around her lips. Not her lips, sorry. <laughs> I'm getting all horned up talking about my blow-up doll. Uh, you got to take a garbage bag and to the, around the waist yeah. and then tape it, and then put another one around the head and tape it. And then I hung it up upside down in my front yard, so it's dangling from its feet. Now, after Halloween, what am I going to do with a blow-up doll? Uh, so if you have any suggestions, you can send us a DM on uh, all of our social medias. What should I do with a blow-up doll after Halloween? Yeah, I I honestly thought like it came as a garbage bag with something in it that mm-hmm. you inflated, but you couldn't get into the garbage. Like yeah. I've seen those before. That's what I thought they were. Man, yeah, that was that was unbe- unbelievable. I, uh, you showed me that. So here's the my. Uh, that's what she looks like, and I'll show the camera here. There's my. There's my woman. <laughs> there's my. Uh, here's your blow up little, doll. Little blow up doll. Oh, and uh, yeah. yeah, so 
Don't know what I'm going to do with that. No. Uh, after uh, Halloween. Yeah. I don't. If you want to DSM on, or DM us on that, or if you are going to Elm on the 29th, tag us in a picture. We'll share it uh, from Jeremy's Stick Tab of the Week. That brings us finally to the Wildcats Wildcat of the Week, presented by Rosemary Lynn Massage and Spa. Don't forget, they have a loyalty card. So when you book nine spa services, you get one free. Um, if you want to take advantage of this, call to book an appointment at 506-830-1224 or book with them in person at 1224 Mountain Road. Uh, this player, I've nah, been hard on um, a little bit here and there. Um but so far, he was he was very steady over the week, uh, more so on the weekend than Thursday. Um, he had an assist on Saturday on the power play. He had a goal on Sunday, which from all accounts was his best game of the year. Uh, he was a plus three on Sunday. He's a plus seven right now. He got some time on the power play, the second power play. Fit nicely in uh, in Charlottetown, including the nice, sorry, the nice uh, muffin assist he gave to Forte John John with the snipe. Um, the Wildcat Wildcast Wildcat Player of the Week is number twenty-one, Nathan Grenier. Oh, my story that for you that I was supposed to remember to tell you about. Yes, we are debating, Layla and I, of getting the Hot Wings box. You can buy the Absolutely. Hot Wings. Absolutely. You can buy the Hot Wings box. We will do of it. all the sauces, and we will. Bring her on, and you guys will do the hot wing challenge against each other, and I will ask you questions, full-on Wildcast rip-off style of the hot wings challenge, and ask you guys questions as you eat these. Would you be into that? Because I can't do it. I I will get... I will... So is it... not running down my it, nose. I Is it all of them, like up to the last dab? I don't believe... Because it's that showcase, right? Yeah. I've seen it, and I was like, oh, man, I want to buy that. Uh, you always tell us we find the best stuff ever. Yeah. I, I, oh, man. My butthole would hurt the next morning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot would probably hurt the next morning. Um, I would be I would be up for it. I could I could probably manage that. Uh, it's it, 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 it'll take it'll, it's yep. Box set. There it is. Uh, let's see what we got here. I'm pretty sure it's at okay at showcase, wherever it's called in the mall. It could be. Yeah, yeah the uh, that's just probably the yeah. It's you know, these people are going to be laughing their heads off when they hear this part <laughs> just of the a, show. Yeah, just at the they're gonna. Oh my god! The hot one season twenty two pack. Wow. Continue whatever. Hundred and twenty bucks. Stay spicy. Let's see what you get. So you get the last dab you know, by itself. Um, so includes buffalo hot sauce. Easy, two out of ten. My nose will probably start running reading this. Blistered shizatsu and garlic hot Easy. sauce, two of ten. Spicy passion fruit, three of ten. Easy. Los Calientes barbacoa, four out of ten. That's probably where it's going to get good. Thirty-three thousand Scoville heat units. <sighs> Power jab hot sauce, fifty-five thousand Scoville hot. Whiskey smoked ghost, seventy-one thousand Scoville hot. See how my nose is running, people. Ginger uh, Tropic Star Hot Sauce, 110,000 Scoville heats. Evolution Hot Sauce, Da Bomb, 135,000. I don't need your reviews. Get out of here. Uh, Dawson's Hot Sauce, 60, 620. And the last dab experience, to be determined Scoville heat units. Hot, 
Heat 11 out of 10. Are we doing it with wings? Well, yeah. What else are you going to do it with? Now, you can have chicken wings or cauliflower wings. We might buy this and like take it home to my family at Christmas time because that's who started us watching the show. But you don't have to make the decision now. Maybe think yeah, about it for the week and then I, we'll come back to it next I'm week. I'm pretty but, sure I could make at least a first five, but after so far. But, I, I, yeah, we were watching Jennifer Lawrence and I think we were watching, I can't remember one other one. And I was just like, we should get that. And you and Jeremy, you being Layla. Do the Hot Wings Challenge here on YouTube on our show. I will ask you guys questions as you eat these things and uh, go from there. I think that would be a very fun Christmas-type episode. Uh, but, yeah, that'll do it for this episode. Um, don't forget, like and subscribe if you enjoyed the end of this uh, this show. Uh, thanks again to our sponsor, Alpha Supply and Solutions. KitchenAid, cook up the savings event from now till November 1st. Instant savings on qualified KitchenAid. Major appliances, 300 for 3 400 for four and 500 for five 25 Halifax Street Moncton 506 858 5111 Sunday fun day volts or the foyer are in the building um I hope it's pink in the ring probably won't be that'll probably be the uh, final two games of the year get your tickets for Jeremy I'm Adam see you next week Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wildcast Podcast. Follow us on social media at Moncton Wildcast.